What a joy to be alive. And what a blessing to be here in his presence. The chain is broken. Death has no grip over us. Jesus Christ is still Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Before you take your seat, I know that this is Saturday and this is the first group I'm meeting before tomorrow morning. So I really want to prove that the devil has no grip over you. Let's give Jesus a clap of offering this evening. Hallelujah. Amen. So Father, tonight we thank you for your presence. We acknowledge what you are doing right here at Faith Church. We pray that you speak to our hearts, speak to our lives, and transform us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray for your servant as he drives home this evening. Grant him traveling mercies. And I bless you for Faith Church family. Because they are precious to you. I declare in Jesus' name that you will do what is your great pleasure amongst the people. In Jesus, your mighty name we pray. Amen. You may be seated and God bless you. This evening, I bring you greetings from my family. My wife said to me especially to give her love and regards to you. I look forward to bringing her one of these days because it's been a while since she's been with us. Today I'd like to share just some few thoughts with you, I believe, a message that is burning in my heart. And that is, it is time to move forward in life. It is time to move forward in life. This message is designed to speak to someone who is in a fix and needing a sure word from God. This message is designed to uplift someone who is stuck and is wondering what to do next. This message is also for someone whose life is in neutral. And as they try to accelerate, they just find out that they are making so much noise. And nothing is moving forward and nothing is going backward. This message is for those who are trusting God to see a change or transformation in their lives. And also this message is for anyone that is willing to hear. I'll start with a story. Genesis chapter 11, verse 26 to 32. This is a very familiar story. The Bible tells us in verse 26 of Genesis chapter 11, Now Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. I'm talking about Abram's father. Verse 27 says that this is the generation of Terah. 
Terah begot Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And it says, Haran begot Lot. That means Abraham's younger brother got married and had a son by name Lot. And verse 28 says, And Haran died before his father Terah. By design, every father wanted to be buried by the son, not the other way around. So he says, Haran died before his father Terah in his native land in Yuar of the Chadians. Then Abraham or Abram and Nahor took wives. The names of the name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Melchah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Melchah, and the father of Iscar. Interesting. But Sarah was barren, she had no child, and Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, and the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, and his son Abram's wife. And they went out, listen carefully, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chadians to go to the land of Canaan. The original vision and plan was that they were supposed to go from Ur of the Chadians to go to Canaan. And the Bible says, and they came to Haran and dwelt there. So the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Let me make it very short or abbreviated. Abram's father, Terah, original planned was to take his family to Canaan. But in the process of time, his, his youngest son died. And the Bible tells us that when he died, he discontinued his journey. And he stayed in the place of his birth. Obviously grieving because they were on a journey. And the dream of every father is to see his grandchildren or great-grandchildren. So now that the youngest son is dead, to him, what do you live for? He grieved. So he did not continue his journey. Let me say this. One of the tragedies in life is when one person falls in the ditch or encounter a difficulty or is trapped by a negative past and such person refuses to move on in life or keep moving according to plan. Many people don't know how to accept change. Many people don't know how to let go of things that should be left behind. And many people don't know how to move on in life. There are little hurts, disappointments, challenges that we all experience from time to time. And if you don't know how to process or how to manage this properly, you'll be stuck in the past and never move forward in life. There are so many people who are hurt and they're hurting others because they don't know how to deal with grief. Some have lost loved ones. Some have experienced challenges in the workplace. And we all know workplace politics. 
Some have gone through disappointments and betrayals of all sorts. And some really had been so crushed to the point where they don't even feel themselves. They are so numb. But in life, there's a time to move on. There's a time to grieve. There's a time to just get up and say, you know what? I have to let this behind, let this go and move on. Even in life, there are times you have to say your ground. And at times you have to say, this doesn't worth the fight or worth the pain. Let me move on. God wants us to move forward in life. God doesn't want us to stay in one spot the rest of our lives. God always wants us to progress because he's a progressive God. But we find it difficult at times to let go of things that were meant to either make us strong or to weaken us. And we allow unnecessary things to keep us stuck. Keep things pegging us to the ground when we're supposed to be getting up, brushing off, and moving on. So Abraham's father, who was supposed to take his three sons, their wives and grandson, to Canaan, refused to continue the journey. So he stayed in that place and he died. Let me explain what it means when I talk about moving forward. Moving forward simply means taking a position up front or being willing to look ahead. Taking a position up front or looking ahead. We read a story about Abraham obeying God. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And I want us to look at it. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. And the Lord. Now the Lord has said to Abraham. Get out of your country. From your family. And from your father's house. To a land that I will show you. God didn't show Abraham a different vision. Other than the one he gave his father. The father started a journey, excited to see the land of promise. The people of Israel came into the land of Canaan. It was a promise made by God. But until Moses took on the same instruction, Abraham's father started a journey too. But when he grieved, when he started grieving for the, because of the death of his son, God allowed him to be. Because God would not force us. But only encourage us to move on or move forward in life. The father grieved until he died. Now that the father is no more, God is now speaking to the elder son, Abraham. So God said to him, Abraham, get out of your country. 
from your family, from your father's house to the land I'm going to show you. There are places that you and I have not seen yet, which is part of our destiny or part of God's plan for our lives. There are certain things we've been through in life as experience, as negative as they may be, they are not meant to keep us in the past or hold our mind to the past to the extent that we get locked or get ourselves in unnecessary prisons without moving forward in life. Abraham's father did not continue the journey because he grieved. So God realized the effect or the impact of his father's grieving. And if he didn't move Abraham out of that circumstance, Abraham will continue living in his country, native place, and not move on to the land of promise. Why would God have great plans for you? Because that's how God is. Just as a parent loves good things for the child, so does God love great things for his children. Abraham obeyed God. And the Bible says at the age of 75, I mean, Abraham is now moving out of his father's household for the first time. He couldn't move when the father was alive. And God would not instruct him to leave the structure of authority that is established. But at the demise of the father, he said to Abraham, now leave your country. Leave your family. And leave your father's house. And Abraham obeyed God. And he departed, the Bible says, as God have said. All God was trying to do was to get Abraham to move out of the past. There are times we loved, there are certain times we love people who are so special to us that we connect our future to their past. And we help them not only to grieve, but we take their grief as our own. And we stay in prison instead of moving forward in life. Abraham wasn't going to allow his past experience or the father's experience to keep him in prison. What did he do? He was looking ahead. To move forward in life means making progress. Also, to move forward in life means you are ready for the future. And to move, forward in um, to move forward in life means that you are ready to take your life out of an old position, an old place, transitioning to something that is new. God wants us to go forward in life. You remember the story in John chapter 5. There was a feast in Jerusalem. And the Bible tells us about the sheep gate, which had five porches, and many sick people laid there waiting for the moving of the water, which was done occasionally by an angel. And anyone who gets into it first, get well. Jesus stood by and he watched a man laying there who could not walk, and he's been in that condition for 38 years. Jesus said something to him simply, do you want to get well? 
Are you willing to move forward or move on with your life? Or you want to stay in this state of infirmity or this state of barrenness or this state of pain for 38 years? The man gave Jesus a good excuse. Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming another step down before me, Jesus was not interested about his excuse. He was concerned about his future. He said, rise and take up your bed and walk, which the man has never done before. And the Bible says immediately he got up, took up his bed and walked, and the same was Sabbath. The most important lesson we learn here is that the man's condition may be an example of our condition. You can be in a particular condition or state or problem for so long and God's interest is not how you got there but how you get out of there. That's what's more important to God. We are all dealing with something. We are faced with things and we always have to make decisions. But God wants us to be progressive in our thinking and also he wants us to expect the best is yet to come. God's intent is not to leave us as we are, but to transform us and make us better than what we believe even for ourselves. He wants us to move forward in life. We can't stay in this same spot. We cannot be the same. That's what Jesus does. When he comes into your life, he transforms it and makes your life better. He improves on you and you have to continue the process of allowing him to improve on your life. He wants us to keep moving forward in life. There are times we even blame the devil for our lack of interest in moving forward in life. And Satan cannot be blamed for everything, every decision that we make. If you want to move forward in life, there are some few things I want you to take quite seriously. And that is, don't ever believe that your negative situation can never change. Don't ever believe that your negative situation cannot change. If you look at your negative situation and conclude it cannot change, you will be stuck and will not move forward in life. If you want to move forward in life, my advice to you would be, don't be comfortable in the wrong place or the hard place. If you're in a hard place or the wrong place, don't be comfortable. You can get out of the place and move forward in life. If you want to move forward in life, don't settle for less or settle for junk. Again, if you want to move forward in life, don't settle for less and don't settle for junk. I want to make this point. If you want to move forward in life, conclude that all that you're going through can change and will change. 
your situation will change, your circumstance will change, and you're going to allow yourself to go through that change. Abram's father started right. But when he had an incident that was unpleasant, he forgot his mission. He grieved, grieved. He did not even recognize that losing one son, he has a grandson, and he has two sons, and their wives. He was grieving over one incident, forgetting the blessings around him. And that's what we do often. We forget at times the great things God is doing in our lives and we hold on to one little thing that gives us grief. And we forget to move on in life. People are depressed because they forget about the future. People are discouraged and they give up on faith because they forget that greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. If you allow a little circumstance to become bigger, to confuse you, then your circumstance will be bigger than God. But always remember, God is bigger than your problem. And there's nothing God cannot do. The thing, the only thing God cannot do does not exist. God is powerful, awesome, and great. And he wants you to move on in life. Don't stay where you are. Don't be too comfortable where you are. You are on a journey. You are in procession. And you are about to enter into a better land. God knew that Abraham's father's mission was to take his children to the land that was promised to flow with milk and honey for generations to come. But because he was grieving, he forgot the promise. God has given us great promises, but at times our little griefs will make us forget the promises of God. And we'll conclude that there's no God. Or we'll conclude that my problem is so great that I don't know if God can ever set me free. God wants us to move forward in life. So what do I have to do if I decide to move forward in life? What do I have to do if I decide to move forward in life? What are six things I would like to mention to you if you want to move forward in life? Number one, you have to change your attitude. You have to change your attitude. If you want to move on in life or move forward in life, You have to make sure that your attitude lines up with God. Have a right and a positive attitude. Have a grateful attitude. Change your attitude. Number two, if you want to move forward in life and you are serious about it, you have to change your perception. Because what you think is what you are. What you think is what you do. Change your perception. If you want to move forward in life, you have to watch your confession. What are the things you are confessing daily? Your confession reveals what you believe or your confession reveals your faith. You have to always 
see the bigger picture if you want to move forward in life and always expect better outcomes God said he's able to do I like this scripture and I remind myself daily he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think according to his power that is working in me He's able to do exceedingly abundantly. You have to see the big picture. That's one thing you have to do. And expect good results. Moving forward in life. You have to be generous. You have to be generous in everything that you do. Generous in your giving. Generous with your time. Generous. And you have to do it consistently. Generous, generous, generous. If you want to move on or move forward in life, you have to seek God consistently through prayer, through praise, and through worship. Job said something. He said, You know what? Even though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And truly, what he lost was regained. The three Hebrew boys trusted him. They demonstrated that if they keep praying, keep praising, and keep worshiping God, their circumstances will change. And that is true. Paul and Silas demonstrated that when they were in jail, they knew that where they were was just a temporal place. And if they could continue praying, praising, and worshiping, God would set them free. Eventually, they came out of prison. If you and I decide we're going to move forward in life, then let's do these basic things I just mentioned. Let's change our attitudes, our perceptions, our confessions, and let's look at the bigger picture and not use death or little mishap to keep us from moving forward. Let's be generous in all that we do and do that consistently. And let's seek God through prayer praise and worship don't wait till you come to church to pray and don't wait till you come here to worship or praise God do it when you are in your home do it when you are driving do it when you are in the shower do it when you are your back is against the wall do it consistently and you find out that your circumstance will give way to your victory. Let's move forward in life. That's what God expects of us. Do you want to move forward in life? Spiritually? Do you want to move forward in life? Naturally? Do you want to move forward in life? Professionally? Do you want to move forward in life? With your family? 
then let's not allow a death to keep us from life. Our objective is go to Canaan and not live in an old country, the country of grief, pain, disappointment, and reject. Let's look forward because God will not fail us. Shall we stand? Will you raise your right hand with me, please? I'm going to make a declaration over your life. And that declaration is this. Father, with hands raised, we ask that the old place will not keep us from the new place and that we will not allow the enemy to play with our minds or let the past which has kept us from moving forward be our obstacle. With our hand raised we conclude we want to move forward in life and with your help today Help us to break free from those thoughts, those fears, those anxieties, and those worries, and those things that keeps us from going forward in you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would set us free from you are and take us to our Canaan and in the process show us your great power and your might any spirit of heaviness spirit of condemnation guilt and shame we break its power in the name of Jesus Christ and we declare that he that goes before us will give us victory And his name is Jesus. And through your Holy Spirit, take us to the place of rest in Jesus' name. And if you believe in that, say amen. Amen. If you believe in it, say a little louder. Amen. Amen. And declare with me, I receive it in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand. Give the Lord a hand. Let's move forward in life.